Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show on 106.7 Buzz 2. Inside the 15, Bears want to go quickly. Fake the handoff. Outside they go. Richmond, stutter step. At the 5. Into the end zone! Touchdown for the third time! Kristen Richmond's got a hat trick! And the Bears take the lead! How about it? Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acree will recap the previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Third and long here for Braylon Smith. Will they throw on third down? Nope. Hale up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Central Arkansas! Cherry on top, Darius Hale, his seventh of the season. The freshman is feasting. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. Hudson, part of a three-receiver set to the right side. They're going to hand it off to Hale. He's going to go left side. At the five, four, three, two, touchdown. Central Arkansas, Darius Hale for the third time tonight. Hat trick for Richmond in the last outing. Darius Hale gets the first of his career tonight, and the Bears are cruising. And also brought to you in part by Splash Car Wash, AT&T, Highland Dairy, Conway Corp, Laquita Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and the Arkansas Beef Council. There goes Hale up the middle. He's gone. He's going to go to the house. All the way to the end zone. He got caught at the end, but he's in for another score, another long run. 50-plus yards by Darius Hale. Late flag comes in, but it was after the score, and Darius Hale is over 200 yards on the night. Unbelievable performance by the freshman this evening. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. A dart over the middle. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. We wondered if Christian Richmond might get in the mix again this week after no catches last week. And yes, sir, that's his third catch on the drive and another touchdown catch for Christian Richmond. All right, welcome in to the Nathan Brown Show after a week off and the Bears celebrating. I'm assuming not still celebrating, but a big win over Kennesaw State, 51-24 on the road in a dominant performance by Central Arkansas. And uh, Coach Brown, first off, congratulations uh, for a victory that was probably your most complete game to date. Yeah, huge win. Um, You know, Kennesaw's obviously not playing like they have the last four, five, six years, but uh, nonetheless a really good football team. Uh, And and our guys took the long road trip. That's a long way, by the way. Long long way by bus. Um, It's a long way by plane, too, the way we went. I know. (laughs) That's another story for another day, but – uh, but yeah, I mean, our guys, our guys handled the, handled the trip like like uh, like professionals, and uh, you know, probably it was our earliest kick to date um, this year, and our guys handled that in a positive manner as well, and we went and played a complete football game, which was great, um, coming off a tough loss the week before. So there are now two teams that are two and zero in a Sun play, and you're one of them, coach. So you guys, uh, you know, still in great position, probably going to have to win out to make the postseason, but 
you know, you're going to start this week one game at a time, and it's homecoming on campus this week with a team that you are all too familiar with, North Alabama coming to town, and probably still some bad blood, I'm guessing, in the uh, Brown home over some history with the Lions. <laughs> there he is, man. Like, you, you say UNA Lions, and it gets gets my blood blo- bo- boiling. I mean, look, I, that, here, here's here's a special thing about UNA. That was my first career start as a, as a, as a football player, and so um, as a redshirt freshman, I got the opportunity to uh, – to, to get my first start in, a, in in the fifth game of the year that year, and, and UNA just happened to be the opponent. And so I know what North Alabama has. I know the history of that program. Uh, you know, they're not having a ton of success this year as far as wins and losses go. Um, but, again, a great program and one we're going to have to be ready for. So let's talk a little bit about the off week and what you guys did after the victory uh, other than driving back from uh, Kennesaw. So how, how do you like to utilize an off week? Well, it, it varies. I mean, I, I've told people this all the time. Like, I don't, I don't think there's anything etched in stone how you handle an off week. I've handled an off week where we've really got in and grinded, where we've, we've, brought, you know, kept our starters, you know, keep keep their flow going and all those things. This is a relatively late off week in, in a normal season. So week eight is not usually uh, an off week a week, if you, for lack of a better word. I mean, it's usually week three, week four, kind of in that first quarter of the season. So um, our starters, our, our impact guys spent a lot of time rehabbing, spent a lot of time in the weight room, didn't do a, hel- a whole lot in practice last week, um, really just wanted to get them re-energized, uh, not only physically, but but mentally and emotionally for this home stretch of the last four weeks. So um, I think they appreciated that. They uh, they got a chance. A lot of them got a chance to go home. Uh, it happened to be fall break at UCA, so we were off to school Thursday and Friday last week as well. Um, so they spent some time, uh, hopefully, to themselves with their family, with their friends. I know as a coach and as a player, you know, you love each other and you spend a lot of time together, but it's always good to separate for a little while. And yeah. our guys, I think, I think uh, our, our guys are going to benefit from that. And we came back Sunday night and probably had our best Sunday night practice to date. Um, our guys had a lot of energy. Um, they went out there and focused and, and had a good practice. Well, y- your defense gets, you know, gives up 52 the week before, and then you come back and you hold uh, a Kennesaw State option attack to 24 points. You know, you talked about kind of hitting the reset button game to game. It's one thing to say. It's another thing to do it. What did you feel like were the keys for your defense to kind of get back to what we are used to seeing now we saw the week before. I, I still, I'm still just don't, don't understand or really want to think about what happened in the Lindawood game defensively. I mean, that's just not who we are. We haven't played that way all year, and so uh, to play that way in that game was obviously frustrating. Our guys wanted to get back on the field quickly. I think it bode well for us to play a triple option team. It just kind of reset the button. Our guys had to change our whole schematic approach. Uh, they had assignment football. Uh, we're going to talk to D.C. here in a moment, Demetrius Charles. I mean, he, he can he can fill you in on just doing your assignment, doing your job, and doing it to the best of your abilities. And our guys did a great job of that um, as as the game went on. And, 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 and the result really, you know, 24 points, you know, one of those came late, you know, so really 17. And then we gave up. We gave up, uh, you know, a little bit on 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 a uh, on a muff punt early in the game that gave them a score as well. So, you know, defensively, I think we handled up for about ten points on the night, and that's that's huge playing a team like Kennesaw. Well, you outgained them five forty three to three ninety two, and you outrushed them one ninety six to one eighty one. I don't know what the Kennesaw State history is, but I'm guessing they have not won very many games when they've been outrushed. You don't anticipate outrushing a triple option attack. That's never a goal necessarily. Yeah. Um, but, again, we feel confident in, in, in Darius Hale and Colin James in our running back room. And I thought we controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, not just defensively what we did to their offense. But, man, our offensive line and tight ends really controlled their defensive front seven. And that was that was a big part of the game. And we were able to keep drives alive. We only got in a third down situation, I think, nine times. That's a low number. So when you're, when you're only getting nine third downs, that means you're converting on first and second 
down, and that's huge on offense. Mention Demetrius Charles will join us uh, tonight. We'll talk to him a little bit, the linebacker from Texarkana, and then Christian Richmond, who had a record-setting day. He is from uh, Cypress, Texas, junior wide receiver, who's also obviously been a beast on special teams. 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown earlier this season. ASUN Conference Player of the Week two weeks ago after the game. 12 catches, 156, pair of touchdowns. You already heard one of those. We'll play the other one, I'm sure, at some point tonight as part of that victory. And, Coach, we talked right after the game, and I really could have talked to you at halftime about it. It was pretty obvious getting the ball into his hands was a key component of your game plan. Well, there's just no excuse the week before for him to have zero touches other than on special teams. I and mean, We have to get number six the football. When he has the football, good things happen. There's about four or five guys on our offense, Christian Richmond being one, Gerard Barnes being another, Darius Hale, Kylan James. Those guys have to touch the ball. And so we made an emphasis as, as far as our offensive attack to get the ball in his hands, and it happened early. And then I think he was playing with playing with a chip on his shoulder. He was playing. I mean, he was hard to tackle. Matter of fact, he was he was wanting to run run through people so quick that, that he dropped the ball a time or had you know kind of bobbled the ball one time and dropped the ball another time that he used the catches. But that, that's just a testament to his competitive nature and him wanting to get, get, get in the game and make big plays. So he set an A-Sun record, but you haven't been in the A-Sun very long. Didn't quite get a school record. He's two away, I think. Well, we're going to have to work on that this week. So the question becomes, if, you get, if you're aware of that, if somebody makes you aware of a record being close by, does it become a priority if it's a game that's comfortably in hand? I think so. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those coaches that appreciates history. I'm one of those coaches that obviously um, – has been a part of a lot of history at UCA, not just myself, but as teams. And so uh, if, if made aware and, and in the right circumstance and situation, I obviously want to – I'm always pro player. I want them to have an opportunity to etch their name in the record book. So yeah. absolutely would be all in on that. Well, he certainly had a big impact in the game, that's for sure. Both guys did. We'll talk to them both coming up. Uh, I don't know if we're going offense or defense first. I'll tell you, let's, let's set the tone with D.C. on defense, baby. Yeah, it was certainly critical. Obviously not a hard, or not an easy preparation, rather, for this team. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Talk to Demetrius Charles, D.C., as he's known around these parts. Stay tuned. The Nathan Brown Show continues after this on Buzz 2, 106.7. If you have a question or comment for the head bear, send Justin a message on Twitter at JustinAkery7. Now, back to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, 955 South Amity Road, on the Buzz Radio Network. Hale, again, cuts it, left side, into the end zone, number four, extend the lead, three yards, touchdown Central Arkansas. Darius Hale's first TD of the day, Darius Hale's 27th TD of his illustrious career. Yeah, that's clown. Welcome back to Walk-Ons here in Conway. Justin Ankery, Nathan Brown. We're going to be joined here in just a minute by Demetrius Charles. Before we uh, jump into defense, Coach, let's just quickly touch on a couple offensive things. We are going to talk to Christian Richmond here in a minute, but at Darius, 23 for 172, a couple of touchdowns, now averaging 96 yards a game, which is second in the A-Sun to the back they're going to face this week, Coach. Yep. Eight touchdowns on the ground, two receiving, 10 on the year. And uh, wasn't exactly the kind of star we expected from him, but he certainly made up for lost time, kind of like a quarterback who has also been lighting it up the last few weeks. Yeah, and, and you knew as a matter of time before Darius got his, got his numbers, and he's just too good a running back not to. I mean, he's obviously very, very productive and efficient with the touchdowns. I mean, his career speaks for itself. Um, but if you look at his, his, his total yard number, uh, you know, I was looking at it the other day just because I'm a numbers guy. I like to keep, keep, keep things on, in perspective. 
I think last year he was averaging 101 or 102 yards a game total, counting receiving and rushing. I think this year he's around 120. So he's uh, he's up that. He's, he's been productive, and obviously he continues to get in the end zone, which is huge. All right, well, our first guest tonight is Demetrius Charles, D.C., as he's known around here, the uh, sophomore linebacker from Texarkana. Second on the team with tackles and top five in the A-Sun in tackles. I saw it today as well. And of course, T-Bird's leading the team and leading the league, and he's had an awfully productive year so far. Congrats on the win the other day. Appreciate it, sir. So how hard was it preparing for this option attack for Kennesaw? Really, you just have to focus in on your keys, and you just have to keep being consistent all week. Like, we just have to keep focusing in on what we're supposed to be doing all week. Like, you couldn't be lazy at all, and you had to stay focused the whole week. Going back to your high school days even, had you faced a triple option like that? Uh, one time, uh, McClellan High School. Yep. Yes, sir. I played the same spot as uh, Coach put me in last week. Okay. As so, well. keys, same? I mean, it's kind of the same idea? Uh, it was real, real, real fast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> way more fast. How did you prepare yourself for that? I mean, what did you do mentally to get ready? I just made sure every time I came to football, my mind was on what we're supposed to be on, like it wasn't wandering off and make sure I was locked in on my key or something. It was easy because I had one key free, really. Which was? Uh, it was the receiver, basically. It was a slot. I had to lock in on him the whole game okay. and take you where you want to go. <laughs> yeah. See, that's discipline football, though. Like, that's how difficult that can be because, you know, we practice all week without a football. So, ultimately, right. he was his job was to do his assignment. You yeah. know, don't worry about where the ball is. Make your assignment. As a, how would you grade the, the team's performance? I feel like defensively we did, uh, for sure. I mean, we we left a couple plays out there, but I feel like we did. You know, what I'm saying what we're supposed to do out there. I give us a, I give us a B plus. Okay, so they go to the air. I mean, they wanted to go to the air attack a lot more than anybody anticipated because they were playing from behind, and they kind of got uh, they didn't have much success on the ground. So how hard was that to sort of transition to them throwing it a bunch? I kind of feel like that's what we wanted them to do though, like go to the air because it, that's really not their game, and we focus on that in practice. Like if they go to this, and we'll just do this. So I feel like we wanted them to do that. You know, going, and I hate to bring it, this be the last time I mentioned this all year. <laughs> going back to the Lindenwood game, obviously you guys did not have your best day. It was almost like we're in the twilight zone. It was like Halloween came early. It was bizarre. Yes, Never sir. seen their, your defense play like that this year. It was a little out of the order. Can you figure out, I mean, in, in hindsight now, kind of looking at tape, what you guys would have done differently or, or what, what went wrong there? Nah, it's just, uh, I don't know. We could have fixed a little bit of different things, but. I don't know. It's on to the next. We're done with that. That was, yes, that was two games ago. Quit bringing up old stuff. Yes, but how about mentally? I mean, your pride does get hurt a little bit. I mean, did you guys have any wavering confidence at all, and especially with the you know tough assignment the next week? How would you guys hit the reset button and kind of get back locked in? I mean, I guess, like, when you get knocked down, you just get back up, you know what I'm saying, keep going. So we just have to keep going as a team and try to figure out how to get another win. So tell me about your, your uh, journey here to Central Arkansas. What was the – what was the key, I guess, to getting you to campus, and what did you like about the school? Uh, I was under-recruited, and I always knew I wanted to come here. I used to watch uh, Traymond Smith highlights in high school on YouTube, and I just always wanted to come here, and I just tried to make it happen. It's interesting. Who else was recruiting you when you were in school? Uh, Arkansas Tech, like a lot of the D2s around here, and yeah. a couple of D2s in Oklahoma. Did you always want to be a D1 guy? I mean, is that always in your mind? Yes, sir. Okay. Most definitely. So how about this week? It's homecoming. I mean, do you guys get caught up in any distractions they – have you guys going to pep rallies or anything you're supposed to do this week? <laughs> well, we just left a pep rally a while ago, but <laughs> that's probably the only thing I'm going to get into. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what about uh, North Alabama? Has Coach told you the history? I mean, going back to the last time we played him, Coach was on the field, not in the, not in the coaching role. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I guess you haven't talked about that too much. No, nah, that's that's the past. <laughs> These boys know me as Coach Brown, not Nathan Brown. If I can't talk about two games ago, I certainly can't talk about several years ago, There's I guess. no but doubt. It was a hard fought. There were three overtimes played between the two programs that yep. year, two in one game and one in another. And yep. Bears came up on the right side of the wrong game, I think Golly, I would say. No doubt. We, won, we, won the regular season, lost the playoff game. We lost it. Just, just a little history lesson for you guys because we haven't talked about this, but we lost in the quarterfinals of the playoffs in overtime to North Alabama. We had beaten them in double overtime in the regular season. So, big, lot, lot, lot of, lot of, that's like tearing a scab on me right now. Yeah, I won't, I won't talk about it too long. But the good news is you could get some redemption this week. No so, so, um, just tell me about your room. I mean, tell me about the, the linebacking group and uh, your guys. I mean, what's the, what's the rapport like amongst you guys? What's the relationships like? You guys kind of pal around together off the field? Uh, yes, sir. We hang out on and off the field all the time. But we're really just trying to uh, find a way to get better at something every day. Like when we go in there as a linebacker group, we're just trying to find one thing to get better at and try not to make the same mistake twice. That's what, what our coach tells us about all the time. What's your best strength, do you think? Uh, I can run. <laughs> yes, what what do you what do you need to work on the most? Uh, it's a couple things. <laughs> Nothing really is yeah pop out right now. Yeah, well, that's cool. Well, you're having a, a very productive year. Uh, did you expect? I mean, did you think the way things were shaping up that you'd be one of the top tacklers on the team this year? Uh, no, sir. I just try to do my job every game and uh, just let the rest take care of itself. What are you studying? Uh, you talking about like school? school? Yeah. Family consumer science. Okay. Yes, sir. What's your plan long term? I want to be like a football trainer whenever I get out of. A trainer, okay. Yes, sir. Not a coach? No, sir. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's cool. Yes, sir. Training's well, like coaching, though. Yeah. Well, it's important, obviously. It's a big big part of the uh, the day-to-day for sure. How about uh, during the season, stay, keeping yourself healthy? I mean, what would you do in the bye week? I just relaxed, really. I went to go watch my former teammate, Tyler Hudson, play, and I just relaxed. I just watched him, chilled out. Were they home? Uh, yes, sir. How was that? It was a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Yes, sir. They, uh, well, you got a couple long drives recently. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's a pretty good-sized stadium, though. I've been by there. I haven't been in there, but uh, pretty nice. Yes, sir. How do you play? He did good. Looked all right? Yes, sir. That's good. He did have a highlight catch, I saw. He yes, basically sealed the game. Yes, sir. I didn't I didn't, really, I didn't even look at their scores this yeah, week. They won, they, won. they won the game, but yeah. it was close. That's cool. Well, listen, good luck this week. Uh, happy homecoming early. Let's, let's have a happy homecoming this weekend. What about Halloween? You big Halloween guy? Nah, not big Halloween guy. <laughs> you remember like a dressing up as a kid to go door nah, to door get candy? My mom wasn't down with all that. Really? <laughs> yes, sir. No, no Halloween at the house, huh? <laughs> no, How do you sir. feel about candy in general? You candy guy? Yes, sir. What's your go to? What's your go to candy? Probably Starburst. Okay, fruit good, guy. Good. All right. Yes, sir. Gotcha. That's cool. Well, good luck this week. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Very good, uh, Coach. Let's expand it out a little bit here. Talk about the the rest of the defense. Uh, just give me kind of an idea. I mean, it sounds like everybody had a very specific role. I love the fact you guys practice without a ball, something that yeah. sounds like something from Hoosiers. Yeah. But uh, but what were the, some of the keys for your guys, especially those who hadn't really faced this defense or faced this offense before? It's straight assignment. I mean, it, DC just said it. I mean, do your job. I mean, if you don't if you don't do your job, you'll be exposed. And so that's why that hints the no ball in practice. So you know, we're going to have somebody tackle the dive. We're going to have somebody tackle the quarterback. We're going to have somebody tackle the pitch every single play. Um, and then we're going to we're going to uh, then we're going to throw some pass plays at them out of that formation. So um, our guys did a great job of that. And it starts with the guys like like DC, like like T Bird, like like David Walker had a huge game. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, that, it's just that, that they they did what they were supposed to do. And, and if you do what you're supposed to do, then you can have success against that kind of offense. Um, and 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 our guys proved that on on uh, you know two Saturdays ago. Yeah, I want to talk about a couple of those numbers. David Walker, you mentioned nine tackles, a tackle and a half for loss, and a sack. 
And then T-Bird, nine tackles and two and a half tackles for loss. 69 tackles now on the season. He's already surpassed his high from last year of 61, which was the most of any of the returners coming back this year. So uh, he's obviously been incredibly productive. And in the same breath, I want to mention Cam Godfrey, who because of the position he's playing, we talked about, not going to have as many tackles, but he has become the ball hawk and got his third pick of the year. Yeah, third interception of the year, which is, you know, one of the tops in the A-Sun. I mean, he just, he's just such a good football player. He understands his assignment. He understands routes. Um, I thought that was a great interception. I, t- I told him I was frustrated with him not getting the end zone. Um, you know, cut it back, find a way to get in the end zone. Don't put the, don't give us the ball at the eight. You know, that was yeah. that was the frustrating part. But man, he's he's doing a great job. And I'll tell you, he had two or three big tackles the other night as well, where he was flying down uh, from a safety position to get somebody on the edge. So, um, man, he's just he's just like a quarterback on the back end. It's been fun to watch him continue to grow and then, and having the ability to switch. You know switch positions as far as safety goes uh, to a different spot. First two levels, I'm sure, and again, not easy, obviously, and you've got to play, play assignment, but I would think on the safeties especially, you can get lulled into think oh. and run almost exclusively and get caught. That's a tough position because, in, at least in our defense, you, you have run gap responsibilities and, uh, you know, play action game, RPO game, it's tough on them. But, but again, we've got two really, really good ones along with uh, really two other ones in Trey Green and Christian Kane who have a lot of success as well. Speaking of Christian, has got another one here tonight. It's Christian Richmond, 12 catches the other night. Talk to the junior from Texas coming up after the break. It's 7.23. Nathan Brown Show continues after this from Walk-Ons in Conway on Buzz 2 You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. McElvain with time, throws into the end zone. Christian Richmond's got another one. 19 yards, wide open for number six. Tack another one, his third touchdown catch of the year, and he's having a career day. Indeed he was. Christian Richmond joining us tonight as well. We're here at Walk-Ons, and it was a lot of fun as the Bears collected a much-needed win on the road at Kennesaw State. Not an easy task. 51-24, they made it look easy. Never trailed in the game and pulled away late. Uh, a few other guys got the mix. We've got some other highlights to get to. Uh, Kylan James, Coach, we haven't talked about him yet. We'll play his highlight coming up, but the most effective passer in the history of college football. <laughs> Yeah, I think him and Gerard Barnes have a pretty good report, don't they? I would say so. In their sleep, I think they could, cl- they could uh, complete <laughs> one. But at 3-for-3 three three now in his career with three touchdowns? It's, it's, it's pretty unreal. And, and, again, I've always raved about Colin, Colin's uh, versatility, uh, not only as a running back, but obviously has proven to be a good receiving running back this year as well. But, man, he, I'll tell you what, he can uh, he can drop the ball into a bucket, and that's that's uh, that's a weapon. And, and uh, you know, some of the things we do with him in the run game is going to allow us to continue to do that in the pass game. Well, let's bring in the record setter, Christian Richmond, from last game out. 12 catches, which is a new A-Sun record, and just a couple off the school record. Christian, good to have you. Congratulations on the performance of the day. Yes, sir. Thank you. So did you realize you'd 
You'd had a dozen when it was over? Honestly, I didn't. Uh, you know, I was just playing the game, uh, catch up, try to catch every ball that came to me and just keep on digging down into the details and everything I had to do. Let me ask you this before we get too deep into this. Do you prefer kick returning or receiving? Oh, that's <laughs> a hard one. I may have to go kick return. Kind of okay. reminds me of running back. I got you. Oh, you, okay. There's a little hint. Somebody <laughs> wants some carries now. <laughs> so you did you play running back growing up? Yes, sir. Okay. And how did you make the transition to receiver? Uh, well, my high school uh, didn't really like me as a running back. They felt like I was more of a receiver type. So high school moved me about like my sophomore year. So what were the keys for you in making that transition? Uh, catching. I really wasn't a great catcher growing up, and I had to focus on that a lot more. They didn't throw it to you out of the backfield very much? Uh, not really, no. Yeah. More you, so screens. You couldn't have played running back here then. They like throw it to the backs <laughs> a lot this year, right? <laughs> yeah. So did you realize, I mean, we looked at it the other day, and I was like, well, Christian didn't have a catch the other day. So do you say anything, or what do you do after you're, you're not really a big part of the game plan? Is it frustrating, or do you not think about it? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of frustrating, but I understand Coach Brown is always going to have a plan for me, and he's always going to uh, – I'm able to put my trust in him and believe what, what he's going to do. Did you have any – I mean, when they don't go to you at all, is there anything about your confidence that gets shaken or not? Uh, a little bit, but, you know, I kind of have a mentality of always be the best I can on the field. So just keep going with that. Well, I've been – I've known Coach a long time. I will tell you this in talking to him. If you get targeted once or you get targeted 30 times, they believe in you. So <laughs> they have a lot of confidence in you. They have since you stepped on campus. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty impactful early on. Obviously, you've had to deal with some injuries in your career. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're a guy that pretty much came in ready-made to play college football, it seemed like. Yes, sir. So what were some things in your high school career that had you there? Obviously, your speed helps a lot. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't. that's God-given. Obviously, you've trained as well. But um, what, what was your offense like in high school? And obviously, made the transition nicely. Well, in, in high school, we could kind of have like a, a single back type of offense, a pro type of offense. And, you know, I was playing outside receiver out there, and it was really a run-based offense. So I, I don't think I got as many touches as I would like. Uh, no receiver does, really. But, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I kind of had to just deal with that. And I feel like that uh, interfered with my recruiting as well. I wasn't able to show as much as I could on the field. But I'm glad Coach Brown was able to take a chance with me. I hadn't read the bylaws at UCA, but I was starting to think that only Braylon Smith was allowed to play quarterback here. He's obviously graduated out finally. He's like 30 years old. Uh, so you get a new quarterback this year. What's what's the keys in, in developing rapport with a new quarterback like you have with Will? You know, it's, it's talking to him on and off the field, uh, being able to watch film with him, be able to see keys that uh, me and Braylon weren't able to see like that. And, you know, it just it just shows it just shows the kind of respect I have for him, to be honest. Yeah, well, neither one of you guys are the biggest dudes. You guys both have a little bit of chip on your shoulder? Oh, for sure. Yeah. What, what do you like about what he does and the way he operates? Uh, I like that he, I think, I like that he's pretty mobile out there, and I feel like he's, he's pretty confident out there. He knows what he's doing out there. So Gerard's another guy like you who's not the biggest dude, but he's kind of an athletic freak like you are. Uh, what do you like about Gerard on the other side and what he's been able to do this year? Uh, Gerard's a go-getter for sure. <laughs> Uh, just sometimes I'll be in the play, and then I see him just go up there and make a grab. I'm like, wow. So, you know, he's definitely spectacular out there. Talking to Christian Richmond tonight on uh, the Nathan Brown Show here at Walk-Ons in Conway. So it's one thing when you're going man-to-man on a guy, or even if you're running into a zone and you're, you know, potentially going to get hit. It's To me, it's, you know, a whole different kind of mentality when you're a kick returner. I mean, you're running into potentially a wall. I mean, mm. do you have to shut your brain off to some degree? I mean, what are you thinking about when you're running a kickback? Uh, just get in the end zone. You know, I, I really don't care for the hits. I'm not worried about it. I'm just worried about getting in the end zone. You don't think about it? No. Interesting. 
That's crazy. Well, that's all I'm thinking about in the booth. I don't want anybody to hit you. <laughs> so, uh, what, what, on the hundred yard return, did you realize that you were right at the goal line when you caught it, or are you? Real, I mean, are you totally aware of where you are? Uh, not really. No, I'm just like I said, worried about getting in the end zone. Yeah. What, what do you guys work on? How do you? I mean, because I know you guys probably don't want to go completely at full speed on on kick return during practice. So, how do you prepare for for a kick return in, in a game? Uh, you know, it's just we focus on a lot of details. So I think that's the main thing, and just being able to protect the ball, be elusive out there. So have you done a 40 lately? I mean, do you have any idea what you run the 40 in? Uh, no, not lately. But What's the best time you've ever recorded? My fastest uh, handheld time is a 4.39. That's pretty good. Yes, sir. Yeah. About like Coach Brown in his prime. <laughs> he, he can fly. He, yes. can run, he can run two 40s as fast as I can do one, probably. <laughs> so how did you feel coming out of the game the other day? Uh, I felt great. I feel like I made a great impact with, in the game. Did you? I mean, physically, you felt good, though. Yes, sir. How about for the bye week for you? What'd you do, Christian? Uh, you know, I relaxed as well. Uh, I, I took a couple ice baths, and you know, just relax. Yeah. Uh, if you get targeted a bunch, or you don't get targeted much, do you get banged up about the same amount, or is it different? Uh, well, yeah, you could definitely see uh, a little more, a little more whenever you get uh, a lot more catches. Yeah. You're, you're okay with that, though? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you didn't realize you were at 12, so you didn't know you were close to the school record. But uh, if we get in that position again, we'll make sure to, to get the word down to Coach so we can get a couple more on you. But uh, So how about the group? I mean, give me an idea. Like, you guys all hang out, too? I mean, do the position groups kind of do things together? You got buddies in the other in other positions? Uh, for the most part, I feel like we're all, we're all together. Uh, you know, we'll all go in the training room. We'll talk in there after practice, do some things in there. So I feel like we're, we're a pretty good group. You've got a lot of dudes in there. There's oh, yeah. a lot of receivers. A lot of receivers. So who's the fastest in the group? It's okay to say you. It's okay. <laughs> I would want to say me, but I got to go with Miles Kidden. Oh, is that right? Okay. For I sure. know he's a burner. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Gerard's not far behind, right? Gerard's uh, pretty fast, but because we always have a little uh, debate on who's faster, me or him. Gerard's game speed. <laughs> for sure, he's game speed. Yeah. Uh, who's the strongest receiver? Uh, I may have to go with myself. Okay. Coach is pointing at you, so you got that. Uh, all right. So who's got the best hidden talent? Hidden talent. Anybody got kind of stuff that we wouldn't know about? Singer, uh, <laughs> funny, actor, dancer. I mean, who's who's got the who's got the biggest personality? Uh, I may have to go with Jerry Long. Okay, Jerry Long. He, he he he'll go up and start singing in the uh, in the uh, position meeting, and you know he'll start dancing on the side a little bit. So I got to go with Jerry Long. All right. Well, good luck this week. Hope you have a great homecoming as well. And uh, obviously just keep that train rolling all the way to the postseason. Yes, sir, for sure. All right, good luck. Thank you. All right, it's Christian Richmond, record setter, A-Sun Conference Offensive Player of the Week after the Kennesaw State game. We'll be back in a moment. Talk a little special teams. Had some special things happen on special teams. Get into that a little bit. And, uh, hey, the kicker went under, the, went under fire today. On, uh, on live radio and held up well. Didn't know about this. Okay, probably should have gotten the word to coach on that one. Well, we'll fill you in on the break. It's 7.35. We're back on the Nathan Brown Show after this from Walk-Ons and Conway. Go purple, go gray, go UCA. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway, a great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. Running back pass, Kylan James has a man. Gerard Barnes caught it over his head. 
25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown in the box. There's the nail in the coffin. Really? Kyla James, two for two, two touchdowns to Gerard Barnes, 49 yards. Surprise, surprise, the Bears extend the lead. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons in Conway. Did not see that coming, Coach, but it was a, a lovely play, and Kylan also got himself a two-yard touchdown run in the game, so he had a big day. Uh, but, man, what a what an effort. And uh, went back-to-back, actually. End of the third, he gets the touchdown run, then he throws a touchdown to start the fourth. <laughs> and that truly was the nail in the coffin. 41-17 at that point, and the Bears cruise on 51-24. Uh Let's see, game time was three hours and 22 minutes. I thought we were going to go about 245 with the way they play, yeah. but because you guys kept scoring and they had to start throwing, obviously it was a, a little longer than we expected. Yeah, they, they, you know, we put them in a position they don't want to be in, and that kind of offense, and I think D.C. mentioned it earlier, I mean, we wanted we, we welcomed the side of them being four wides, right? So that was something that they don't – they obviously don't execute as well because that's not something they do. So, um, you know, they were forced to throw the ball a little more than – than they they're accustomed to, and that was big for us, and probably probably what allowed us to have a pretty pretty simple second half. So uh, Gerard had a nice punt return in the game, I think about thirty seven yes. yards, but maybe a bigger play than that Man. was unexpected a tackle because they had a really nice fake punt set up, and they gave it to a I guess he was a defensive lineman maybe, yeah, but lineman. dude was rolling downfield, and it took a lot of guts for Gerard to stick his nose up in there and pick, tackle a guy who's like. He had to be close to 300 pounds. I mean, it's two high twos for sure. I definitely think, and I said this, I may have said this at the in the postgame interview, but I definitely said it in, in interviews since then, that that may have been the most, uh, the, 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 the changing play of the whole game, maybe the most important play of the game. In my opinion, at that point, it was a 14-7 to game. Um, and and they, they got us on a, on, on a schematic fake punt. And uh, Gerard was, Gerard, look, they did a great job running us off. They knew we were a man, you know, we were a man blocking team. We were trying to set up the return for Gerard, um, and that guy had a thirty-yard head of steam at two hundred ninety-five pounds. Um, and if Gerard misses that guy, it's a touchdown. I mean, it's Gerard yeah. or nobody. And uh, Gerard, you could see why he probably had some offers as a safety coming out of high school. I mean, he he stuck the kid, and you know, he he sacrificed his body. And really, three plays later, they missed a field goal. And so that that was a in my opinion, probably a 14-point swing because we took the ball down and scored right after that. So um, I, I definitely compliment Gerard to the team on that play. It was probably one of the most unselfish plays I've had as a as a head coach as one of my players uh, executing. Well, Hayden Ray, coach, um, radio guest extraordinaire this morning on the buzz, did a great job, and we have talked a little bit about his performance. He has not missed on an extra point, and now he's really come alive in the field goal game and booted three the other day, including a 48-yarder, and the man is back on track, it appears. It was a huge, huge day for Hayden, and, and that's that's good to see. We know he can do that. He does it every single day in practice. He's one of the most consistent practice kickers I've ever seen. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's 7-11 on the, on the year, so that's, that's obviously he's gotten that percentage back up. Um, you know, he made three straight the other night, and really two. One of them extended him pretty pretty good on that last one right before halftime. I knew how how important that kick was against an offense like that, and why it was so big was because that got us to a three possession game going into halftime. That made it twenty seven to ten instead of twenty four ten. You know, I turned actually turned to Chandler Caron, the holder punter, who's having a huge year for us yeah. as well. And I said, I didn't even talk to Hayden. I said, Chandler, you 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 feel good about about this distance? Uh, because that was going to be my decision on the neck on the play call on third down 
which we threw it to the end zone to Gerard take a shot. Yeah. Um, we didn't try to cut the field in half or or or, or place it. So. Um, Great call by Chandler. I told him he put his coaching hat on, and Hayden made him right, and that was a huge kick. Well, Chandler had plenty of time to hang out with you and plenty of time <laughs> to put his coaching hat on because he only punted once, Yeah, and he bombed a 43-yarder. Yep. So a career long for Hayden, too, uh, by a yard. He had a 47-yarder in 2020, but a 48-yarder is part of the mix there, and uh, – Man, it's just so good to see him doing what we know he's capable of. Well, it's a it's a it's it's a weapon that you need in your in your tool belt. And then the bottom line is is when we get the ball in the in the twenty five plus range, we need to know we have three points. And I think Hayden is trending in that direction. So other things, I guess, from the game. I mean, uh, you know, we talked about the defense. We talked about you know the offense. Really, we haven't touched on that enough. Probably I mentioned the five hundred forty three yards. But how about the way that your offense has been trending? And you know, we talked about it kind of jokingly. I know you guys were looking forward to an off week, but yeah, you, know, you almost don't want to take a break yeah. when you guys have got it rolling the way you have offensively of late. But you go 49-49-51, Obviously, you're clicking. Yeah, and 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 a lot of that's to do with with Will McIlvain's confidence. He's, he, in my opinion, has had five straight weeks of really good football under his belt. Um, he's 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 when he's playing confident, when your quarterback's playing confident, other guys around are going to feed off that. But I also think our offensive line and our our tight ends are really really controlling the line of scrimmage. I mean, bottom line. What they did against Lindenwood the week before offensively, what we did against Kennesaw, a good Kennesaw State front seven. I mean, our, our offensive line controlled the line of scrimmage. They protected Will, kept him clean throughout the night, no sacks, um, which is obviously a huge stat. Um, but, again, if you can if you can give our running backs, a, a, you know, a sliver of, of, of air, they're going to make yards too, and that's that's been big for us. So um, just been excited to watch those guys and their confidence grow, um, continue to have guys like Gerard and Christian and some of those guys step up. J.D. White had a couple catches late in the game. Um, we're going to continue to have success if those guys will uh, will continue to trust the process and, uh, and, and and big things are still ahead for our offense, I do believe. Yeah, when you look at the way the distribution happened uh, you know, offensively, certainly it was, it was spread around pretty good. And obviously, Christian caught the lion's share, but Gerard had a five-catch, 99-yard day, including the touchdown from Kylan James. Um, a couple for Butler. Uh, Kylan had a couple catches. Uh, when's the last time a guy ran for a touchdown? Should have caught him a touchdown. That would have been good. He could have had the, the... – we, we, we thought about that. That would have <laughs> been the trio. That would yep. have been pretty good. Yeah, you mentioned White. And then uh, hey, how about Tyon Berry, Coach? Got him, got him a catch the Yeah, day. big catch, big catch. The youngster. Later game, yep. Yeah. Did a good job. What's What do you think about him? What's his, what's his potential? What, oh, what, what Ty, role does he play going forward? Well, Ty, Ty's, Ty's one of the hardest working kids on the team. He's very explosive with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, he's a young kid out of Stuttgart, Arkansas. Um, came in as a walk-on and has earned a scholarship. Um, just a just a, one of the best teammates a guy could have, um, but but similar mold as a Christian Richmond. I mean, yeah. just not a not a huge kid, but but very elusive, quick twitch, um, in and out of routes. Um, he's going to have a huge big bigger role as, as his career continues, and and really really uh, really if he was forced into action right now more, he would have a lot of success. He's a good football player. We'll have the beef report on North Alabama after the break, um, and it is brought to you by the Arkansas Beef Council. But this is a team that is deceiving when you look at their resume, Coach. 1-6, and 0-3 in conference. And when you look a little deeper, though, three losses that are close, three by six or less, two by a field goal. And this last one, of course, coming you know, in overtime to a, a, an Eastern Kentucky team that is as dangerous as anybody. It's so frustrating looking at the record because I know what most people think. I mean, it's a 1-6 football team. You guys should handle them. Uh, with ease, all those things that, that, that the common fan would see. But when you do dig deep, this is a really, really, really dangerous football team. Um, as a matter of fact, I mean, 
full disclosure, I was kind of hoping they would have won the other night against Eastern Kentucky just to get the – you know, you're just dealing with a dangerous team. You're dealing with a team that's been close. They've almost tasted it. They're a young team. They're led by a young quarterback, a young running back. They, you know, had some issues uh, health-wise on defense. Um, you know, they're just dangerous. And, and Coach Willis is a good football coach. He's got a great staff. Um, he's going to have those guys prepared and ready to go, um, including a couple Arkansas kids are coming back to the state. They'll be motivated that are impact guys on their team. So um, it's a tall task this week, and, and, and we're going to have to play our best football to beat these guys. All right, we'll get the beef report coming up. We've also got the two-minute drill. It's 747. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show live from Walk-Ons in Conway. We'll join Monday Night Football following our broadcast here, and we'll be back in just a moment here at Walk-On. Stay with us. talking bear football tonight on the nathan brown show presented by walk-on sports bistro in conway and broadcasting live from their location at 955 south amity road there he goes right up the gut goodbye darius hale into the end zone touchdown central arkansas oh my make it one 70 for Darius Hale today. 24 carries, two touchdowns. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons in Conway. I thought the double pass was going to be the cherry on top, but turned out Darius had other things on his mind and a 40-yard touchdown run to cap things off, and it made it 51-24. That was the final score of the day. And uh, were you expecting that one to go to the house, Coach? Well, it was on fourth down, and, uh, you know, I was I was in a similar situation as as we were in the austin p game when we threw the deep ball to trust oliver yeah um you know we were in it we were in it we were in a deal where i was i was trying to figure out you know do we kick it do we you know pooch kick it whatever that is and i just felt like in that circumstance our defense was playing well we were on the plus side of the field uh let's let's just run the ball run the clock out and we knew that play had a chance if we get past the second level to break and obviously if you give if you give darius chance to get past the second level he's usually going to do something good with it and he just he was able to make a guy miss and and uh get in the end zone that was that was an awesome way to end the day do you guys get uh, i mean is there any added motivation when you guys come home for homecoming you know that, yeah, people ask me that i i don't think homecoming look homecoming's a big deal not just for the football team i think homecoming's a big deal for the community uh uca the greek life um you know the band the the, the dance team the cheerleaders i think it's a huge deal uh, you know football it's another football game i mean bottom line and that's the way we approach it i mean there's a few extracurricular activities that you're involved with uh, more so me as a coach, but but like our players, we went to the pep rally tonight. It was you know student body was there. It was a pretty pretty cool deal. But uh, man, it's about it's about winning the football game. It's about getting an opportunity to go compete again. And uh, we don't talk a whole lot about it. Gotcha. Let's talk a little bit about uh, North Alabama. This is the beef report brought to you by the Arkansas Beef Council. Again, one and six, zero oh and three, but a little deceiving there. Two losses by three, one by six. They've got seven back on offense from last year. A team that went three and eight. Lost last week by three at Eastern Kentucky. Shouldn't have to look too much further than that. Gave up a score with eight seconds left. A 64-yard. We've been there before. No doubt. 64-yard drive over 59 seconds. But what's concerning is for everybody, they ran for 356 in the loss. 
Yeah, they that that's they're gonna go as Shandarik Powell goes. Um, they're 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 stud sophomore running back. He's actually from Hoxie, Arkansas. Uh, he'll be as good a running back as we played all year. Uh, be one of the best that I've coached against since being a head coach. He's just a just a competitor. He's a winner. Um, he plays football the right way. Um, he came from a great great program in Hoxie High School um, here in the state. Um, and and he he's not a big kid. Again, you five nine. 170, but man, he runs behind his pads. He's he runs with with great pad level. He runs runs like a bigger dude than that. Um, he's going to be a, he's going to be a handful. We're going to have to bottle him up to have a chance to to, to stop their offense. Uh, very impressed with their quarterback. He's a true freshman. Again, he was put up for the Jerry Rice Award last week uh, in as far as midseason midseason accolades go. So uh, he's had had a lot of success as a young quarterback. Those two are good players in the backfield. They'll be as good as we played all year. So um, we're going to have to be toned in and, and tuned in on defense. Yeah, Powell ends up with. Uh... 218 and three touchdowns. He's first in the A-Sun in rushing yards per game. He also had four catches for 63 yards last week in the loss. And nationally, he's third in yards at 950, third in touchdowns with 13. So you're going to see two of the best in the country with him on one side and Hale on the other going at it on Saturday. should be a ton of fun. Hopefully it'll be a little added motivation for Darius. Um, you know, we, we obviously – um, Darius is our guy, and he's the guy we're going we're gonna to ride his ride his coattails um, because we think that much of him. But um, but again, uh, you know, credit to to Powell and the the season he's had to this point, and um, it's it's a, he's he's going to be a handful, and we're going to have to do a good job on defense, uh, rallying to the ball and tackling him. I almost am afraid to ask, but was he recruited here? He was, he was, and he actually went to UNA as a non scholarship player, really, um, and and earned a scholarship and. Um, is obviously having the success he's had. But yeah. very, very highly, highly, highly touted running back out of, out of the state of Arkansas. So all-time Central Arkansas 5-15 and 15 against North Alabama, 2-9 and nine here in Conway. Wow. Uh, so not a lot of success over the years, but I, I looked through the records from back in the Gulf South days, and, well, they did that to a lot of people. That was a program that obviously was very traditional. Rich. They're in their fifth year in FCS, first year as a full member, so you guys have been there. And we all know about transition teams and how dangerous they can be. Yeah, and I think that's what Coach Willis is excited about. He's finally getting out of the transition stage. He's finally getting to the point where he can recruit guys for a postseason opportunity. Uh, he's had a team full of guys, which I've lived it, um, that, that played their career without having an opportunity for postseason play. So, um, you know, North Alabama is just as tradition-rich as anybody in this conference. Uh, they've got three national championships over the year, Buku's of conference championships, tons of talent, NFL talent over the years. Um, that's, a, that's, that's a top-notch program and, and one that I've, I fully respect and has my attention this week. All right, well, let's go through our two-minute drill, and then we'll come back and wrap things up here um, at Walk-Ons. So what was the most fun thing you did on your off week? Well, we celebrated Riley's birthday. Uh, she turned 10, uh, Riley Brown. Happy and, birthday, Riley. Uh, we were in Memphis uh, for the weekend uh, or for a night. Uh, you know, we spent spent the night. We went to the Pyramid, did some different things. Uh, she had a soccer tournament, so it was fun. It was good family time. Good deal. Uh, I don't know why I'm asking this, but who would play you in a movie? <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big Dwayne Johnson fan. That'd be cool. He'd make me look good. Yeah, The Rock, that'd be good. He's in a good I don't know. Keanu Reeves, probably quarterback. Probably right, closer. You know, uh, Johnny Utah? I wouldn't want Adam Sandler, you know, off no. the like, yeah, but, but yeah. Let me ask you a tougher question: Who would play Jessica? Oh. Who's uh, that? That is tough. Uh, she's not paying attention. Luckily. She's not. She's not. She's not. <laughs> Some beautiful blonde. In there Hollywood. you go. Okay. Uh, haunted house or roller coaster? We just got oh, down to the state fair. That's a good. We're question. coming up on Halloween. Which one do you like better? Haunted house. Haunted house. Haunted house or roller coaster? 
I like roller coasters, though. You do? I do, I do. Okay. I'm not a huge haunted house fan, but but I, I mean, can respect a haunted house. I actually kind of hit a guy that came out at me at a ch- with a chainsaw one time in a haunted house, and I really haven't been back. <laughs> I do want to take Riley and Luke to haunted house. I think they'd have a lot of fun. Luke, we go to haunted house? Yeah. Will you ride a roller coaster? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're, you're fearless. I got it. Um, speaking of the fair, what's your favorite fair food, Coach? Man, funnel cake. Got to go with that. Yeah, I, I, funnel cake. I like that at ballparks, too. Heck, yeah. No corn Fried dog. Oreos are good. Yeah. Corn dog, though. That is, man, now you're just talking. Okay, can't go wrong. I mean. Okay, if you're trying to impress a recruit at your house, what do you guys serve? At my house. Yeah. A recruit at my house. I don't know if you guys ever host them at your yeah, house. Yeah, so so I would I would probably, usually we do, we'll do some type of, you know, fettuccine, you know, Alfredo, something like that. Good nice. bread, good good salad. Uh, and most people like that. You may have a side with, like, some kind of spaghetti or something like that. Yeah. But, but something along those lines. That sounds good. I want you to recruit me. That sounds amazing. No doubt. Okay. So here we go. Uh, you guys had a little pep rally tonight. You got another pep rally to attend? Yeah. We, we'll, we'll, we'll have another one on Wednesday. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on, yeah. a lot of action. More more so for Dr. Teague and President Davis. They kind of handle that side of things. Sure. and. Uh, obviously, the Greek life and, and band and all that, but but again, we, we want to be a, as much a part as we can. But ultimately, our job is to be the cherry on the on, on the on the top whenever this this homecoming week's done. Bear walks one thirty, games at four, pregame three on the UCA radio network. Also, men's soccer senior day eleven o'clock if you're around campus, and the men's basketball team scrimmaging at twelve thirty in the practice gym. Nice. So if you want to get a little bit of everything on campus, ninety third homecoming game, Bears trying to get another one. Of course, rolled last year. On homecoming. So, Coach, good luck. We'll recap it next week. Thanks. Looking forward to it. All right. There you go. Bears and Lions. Oh, oh my. Saturday. I couldn't help it. <laughs> at Estes Stadium. We will see you there. We'll be back here at Walk-Ons next week for the Nathan Brown Show. Thanks to Todd Pierce back in the studio. Justin Acre, Coach Brown. We are out. And off to Monday Night Football. We'll join you next week here at Walk-Ons. Has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by the Arkansas Beef Council, Splash Car Wash, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, AT&T, Highland Dairy, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and Conway Corp.